Learning to lead yourself will probably be one of the best things that you will ever do to have personal growth and evolution both in your life and in your business. And today on the podcast, I'm talking about how to get back into the driver's seat of your own life and take your power back when you have allowed yourself to be swayed by the opinions of others, by the approval of others, even those people who have your best interest at heart. So today we're going to talk all about leading yourself in a way that feels aligned with who you are. You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show dedicated to empowering multi-passionate entrepreneurs to create a new way of being and embody their divine purpose so that they take courageous steps in their lives and business. With a blend of practical and spiritual advice, tune in each week to be inspired to live bravely. Here's your host, Andrea Chris, empowerment coach, author, and your secret weapon. Hey there, welcome to The Courage Cast. I'm so glad that you're joining me today. My name is Andrea Crisp, I'm your host. I'm also an empowerment coach and an author, and I'm just really glad that you are hanging out with me today. And we're gonna be talking a little bit about the episode that I recorded last week, and I'm gonna share some of my thoughts on that. And if you haven't heard episode 302, I encourage you to listen to that one. You can listen to it later or you can stop it. This podcast episode and go back and take a listen. But it was a roundtable conversation that I had with two of my dear friends, peers of mine, Christina DeFranco and Amanda Worthington. And we talked all about big pivots. What happens when we're making those big changes in our lives, especially what happens in our personal growth and development, what happens within our business, and why it's important that we make these changes when we need to. And don't be afraid of them. Don't, you know, shy away from making the changes that we need to make. Because often, when you are making a change, that is really when something beautiful manifests or takes place in your life. And I know for myself, personally, that is what I experienced this year, this past year in 2023, was, you know, kind of taking a few steps back in a sense, to redirect in order for me to really see some more growth and momentum. So if you're interested in listening to that episode, I encourage you to do so. It's episode 302. So I want to talk to you today about leading yourself. What does that really look like? And this came out of our conversation and I wanted to kind of take it one step further and just really talk to you about what it's been like for me to kind of get in the driver's seat of my own life, of my own business. And although I probably would have told you a decade ago, two decades ago, that I was leading myself, I don't know if that is entirely accurate. (laughs) Now that I am actually leading myself, it seems so much different. And how often we kind of sidestep our own leadership and really uh, look to others for what they have to say, their advice, their approval, you know, all of the things. 
And last year, I got to a point in my own business where I knew I needed to make a significant shift. And it was about probably mid to late summer when I I decided that it was time for me to take some vocal and piano students on. And I had been doing a few of my own um, at home virtually, but I wanted something that was a little bit more concrete, something that was more stable, that was bringing income in, that I knew I was actually bringing that income in every single month. Now, I've talked a lot about finances on the podcast, and I had gotten to a place for myself where I had done a lot of work around my nervous system regulation and how important it was for me to have a regulated nervous system in order to really call in the abundance that I desire. And part of that for me was that feeling of security and stability, which was knowing exactly what I was bringing in, (laughs) at least a baseline. And that became an important part of my healing. It became an important part of what I needed to do in order for me to feel safe to hold space for more money, for more abundance, for more opportunity. And so I had reached out to the academy that I had taught before, and I asked if I could jump back in as one of their instructors, and I took on two days a week. Now, here's the thing. If you ask people for their opinions on what you think, they think, sorry, you should do, you're always going to get a different opinion. And you're going to get an opinion based upon what that person thinks uh, is best for you, but also based on their own filter and perception of their experience. And I had been kind of toying with the idea of going back to teaching for quite some time. And then going to friends, to peers, and talking about it and saying, well, what do you think? Like, what do you think I should do? Do you think it's like a wise idea? Do you think it's a bad idea? Like, what do you think? And, you know, you could ask one entrepreneur and they might say, yeah, like, you know, it's going to be great. Go back and, you know, start teaching and, you know, you're going to be able to have two different you know streams of income. But then you could talk to somebody else and they could say, well, go no, 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 don't do that. Go all in on your business. Like it's a sign to the universe that you're not really wanting to be in your business and you don't really want to be successful. So you better just go all in on your business. Okay, so both of those perceptions are true to some degree. The day no one really truly knows exactly what you should do. Because if you went to like a family member or a friend that is not an entrepreneur and asked, you know, hey, what do you think? Should I go back to a nine to five job? Should I take on something part time? Should I do some contract work? Or maybe should I look to another stream of income besides the, the business that I'm building? They might say, heck yeah, of course you should. Like, why wouldn't you want that, you know, financial stability? Why wouldn't you want to be able to take care of yourself, you know, build a savings and, you know, have a pension, do all of those things? Now, it's always 
again, going to be through the filter of the other person, the other individual. And I spent decades asking for people's opinion and for really um, living basically through what they thought was best for me. Now, I've talked a little bit about this on the podcast over the years, um, but really what that ended up doing in my own life was causing me a lot of overwhelm and confusion and indecisiveness because what was happening was I was actually giving my power away. And maybe you can relate to that. Maybe you've found yourself in a position in your business or even in your career where you think, oh, you know, I probably should do this. Well, the moment you kind of say the word should, take a step back and go, well, says who? Who says I should? And why should I do that? Because shoulds are really just, you know, things that we think are appropriate to do or are beneficial to do, but not really will, you know, move the needle or are right for you in particular. Uh, It really does make a difference, you know, your human design, what you're looking for in your life, where you've been, um, what experience you've had, like all of these factors play into making decisions. And really, the only person who can truly lead you is you. But if you've been like me, caught up in, you know, like needing the approval of others or looking to other people's opinions, asking for help on, you know, just even basic decisions in their business, you know, all of those things, then you might be in a place in your life where you're like, I just don't really make decisions on my own. (laughs) I always ask for help. And that is where I would say it's, it's time for you to get into the driver's seat. It's time for you to take your power back and for you to truly lead yourself. So I'm going to go back to the story of like when I decided to go back into teaching this fall. So I decided to take on some music students and uh, I did so because I really felt as though it was something that was best for me at the time. And trust me when I say I had like people on either side of the of the equation telling me that I should do something different. So I had family members are like, yeah, that's a great idea. And then I had peers are like, no, this is a terrible idea. But what I needed to do is kind of take a step back from that and make the decision for myself and really lead myself to the decision that was the best for me. And knowing that even doing that was a pivot, but I also would then be able to pivot again if I needed to. Now, as it turned out, going back into teaching two days a week was actually very beneficial for me because I had been doing quite a bit of healing. I had really spent some time regulating my nervous system. But in the meantime, I had really been doing what other people had told me to do in my business. And it didn't feel aligned anymore. 
and it didn't feel like what I should be doing. And I didn't know what I really wanted to be doing because I hadn't taken the time to figure that out. So I knew I needed to take a step back from like doing things in my business and putting out new offers and new things just to just see what it was that lit me up. And I needed the space to do that. So by doing the teaching a couple of days a week, it gave me an opportunity not to worry so much about whether or not I was bringing in new clients because I could really just sit back and go, what is it that I truly want to be doing? What really lights me up? And kind of discovering that for myself and taking an active role in that decision-making process in my own life and in my business. So I want to ask you, are you actively leading yourself or are you reliant on what someone else is telling you to do? Maybe a coach, maybe a mentor, maybe a parent, maybe a spouse. It could be anyone really. And maybe you find yourself consistently going back and asking for advice from the people who don't really even know what you're doing. They don't have a clue how to even give you advice because maybe you don't have entrepreneurs that are close to you where you live or you're, you know, you're not surrounded by the people that, you know, feel the most like you. And so then you end up turning to friends or family to ask for their opinion and their advice and they don't really get it. And maybe you've hired a coach and you're always going back to them and asking, what do you think I should do? What do you think I should do? And that coach, you know, gives you their three-step, five-step process on how to do something. It gives you a strategy and says, if you do this, you're going to get this result. Well, a lot of times what ends up happening is that was what worked for them. So of course, now they're going to teach you to do the same thing, right? That's not necessarily always going to be what works for you. And you have to take an active role in discovering what it is that you need. Now, I have to say, I have seen this so many times in clients. They come to me, they start working with me, and we're doing the inner work. And one of the first things that comes up is they say to me, you know, Andrea, I just don't know if I can trust myself anymore. I was working with a coach and I paid a lot of money and you know, they told me what I was doing was this or that, or that I should do this. And I tried to do that and it didn't work. In fact, I've heard this so many times and I've actually seen it with my own eyes where really good friends, even of mine, have listened to mentors that are making millions of dollars and that mentor has told them what to do and they followed that to the letter and it ended up not being the right thing for their business. And they wasted so much time, money, and energy on doing something that never really felt aligned for them to begin with. So it really doesn't matter if it's a person who knows what they're talking about or a person who doesn't know what they're talking about. What I'm trying to tell you today <laughs> is that you have to be the one in the driver's seat. You have to lead yourself. 
And so when I'm working with clients, a lot of the work we end up doing is like reprogramming from that. And it's so you're like, okay, well, Andrea, you're a coach. So aren't you telling people what to do? No, I am holding the space for you to be able to figure it out on your own. Because isn't that what you really truly want is to be able to be in your power and showing up for yourself and feel like you can trust yourself to make those big decisions in your life, to trust your own intuition and not always asking someone else for advice. Now, I'm a guide. I'm, you know, going to share opinions when asked or, you know, share about my own personal experience if it feels like it's something that works for that particular individual. But I don't want to impose what I've done on someone and say, do this, because I have found what works best for people is what works for them. And it's all about finding what that looks like. Uh, The other day, uh, I jumped into Voxer. Now, this is funny because I'm talking about something. I mean, I'm, I'm actively doing this myself, right? So I jumped into Voxer and I was asking two of my friends, uh, what do you think I should do in the back end of my business? And I was asking them about something that I was going back and forth on. Now, funny enough, they both came with different responses because obviously they have different experiences and they are both really knowledgeable when it comes to like the business end of things. And so I had kind of already knew what I wanted to do, but I was like, what are you doing? And they both gave me their experience and what has worked for them and what they're doing. And, you know, it was really interesting to me because I ended up doing what I had thought I should do. And it felt really good to follow my own lead. But it was good to hear their experience and to kind of get a little bit more knowledge around what the other person was doing without needing to follow their advice to a T. And in the end, when I went with a solution that was good for me, it really felt like, yes, this is right. This is what I need to do for me. So I want to talk to you today as we wrap up about how important it is to lead yourself and some key things that you can take away to really help you to lead yourself a bit better. So number one, you want to know yourself and be clear on your divine purpose. So really, that's just cultivating self-awareness, right? It is all about getting to know who you are in a deeper way and taking that time to understand what are your giftings and how do you want to outwork them? What is the impact that you want to make? Be clear on your mission which is your purpose. It, it is the thing that you know you're here to do, the impact that you want to make. Really have a sense of what your vision is, the bigger picture of, okay, how does this look moving forward? What do I want, you know, in a year or in two years and three years? And maybe that's not super specific. Mine isn't. Um, that doesn't work for me. So I... I just kind of know the bigger picture of like what it is that I can envision and letting things unfold as they do. 
And then also know like what are your values? What is really important to you? What are you bringing to your business? What do you want your business to be built on? How is it that you want to work with people in your life and have relationships with them? The second thing would be when you are really leading yourself, you want to take care of your physical body. I know this sounds very elementary, but the truth of it is, is that if you are not prioritizing yourself, then it's likely that you're going to consistently blur the boundaries. So it's all about prioritizing eating well, getting good rest, staying hydrated. These are things I'm consistently reminding myself of because it seems so easy and yet it is sometimes some of the hardest things to do. And then of course you want to do the inner work so that you can be at your best. So it's the mindset work. It's the somatic work. It is the, you know, reprogramming your subconscious. It is really getting to the root of the old beliefs that you have and reframing those so that you can live out of the identity of who you've been created to be, not out of an old story. And then, of course, you want to tune into the superconscious, into the divine mind. This is my favorite. Listen. Just take time to be still and listen to what divine love is saying to you. Maybe you pray or you meditate, but whatever it is, just really tune in. Pay attention to what you're hearing, the signs that you're seeing. Maybe you're seeing like angel numbers. Maybe you're getting like confirmations from people or from books you read or from podcasts. Maybe you're just really tuning in and you know, and you can take action. Trust your own intuition to lead and guide you. And if you really haven't done that, then that is a great practice to get used to doing. And that is going to look different for everyone. But maybe you have to like for me, it's a sacral response. So it's kind of like a a feeling yes or no right away. But to be honest with you, like I for years and years and years made decisions based out of my logic. So even if I had a sense that I should do something, I kind of second guess myself and always went back into my logic and was like, oh, is this logical? Should I do this? Should I not do this? Weighed the pros and cons because that was my conditioning. That was what I was taught to do. And I had to learn for myself because I'm a sacral responder in human design that I had to trust when I had a yes or no in my body. And that was weird for me because I had not done that. I had not consistently actively done that. So I was like, does that even work? How do I do that? Whereas other people have different ways of sensing their intuition. And so it's really important that you figure out what that looks like for you and be able to like ride the emotional wave if you're an emotional uh, responder or just knowing exactly how it is to tap into that divine guidance. So my friend, I hope this has been helpful for you and how leading yourself is going to be one of the most important things that you can do for your life personally, for yourself, in your business. 
if you're at a place in your in your life where you're like, Andrea, you are totally speaking my language. I have just let everyone else tell me what to do. And I'm feeling like I need to take a step back and do some of this inner healing and the inner work. I want to invite you into the Ignite one-on-one coaching container. This is the work that we're doing inside of this is really developing that self-trust, tapping into your intuition, listening to divine guidance, and really taking your power back in a way that feels so aligned for you. This is not only going to help you right now in your life, it's going to set you up for continual success over time, years, it is going to help you to manifest what you truly desire. It's going to help you with creating boundaries and relationships. It's really going to do all of those things that you wanted to do and help you to feel confident enough to do and take action on the things that you feel that you are most aligned with. So if that sounds like something you're really like, I cannot live without Andrea, I want you to jump on a 20 minute discovery call with me. Let's talk about whether or not this is the right fit, the right time for you. And if you want to know more, all of that information is going to be in the show notes. You can go to my website, andreacrisp.ca slash coaching, and you're going to find all the information on that. Friend, thanks for hanging out with me. I always love spending time with you. And until next time, remember, you have everything you need to live bravely. If you enjoyed this episode of The Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review. And while you're there, make sure to follow along on your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Krillin.